Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. Oracle here <laughs> with our trusty friend Andrew. Andrew here. Hi. Hey guys. So just FYI for all of you in our lovely community, it just makes it a lot easier. Um, I don't want to say easier, but it, it does. It makes it easier channeling wise to have someone asking questions or just continuing the conversation because it's kind of boring just to talk to oneself all the time. So thanks for uh, mm -hmm. working with us. Yeah, absolutely. As we head into the holiday season, I know things can get a lot crazier than usual, at least for me. You know, there's a lot of activities and, and events and just a lot going on and it can be really easy to kind of get ungrounded so I always zero in on the practices that make a huge difference for me and one of the things that I always focus on is sleep because I know that if I can really get a good night's sleep that is going to have a ripple out effect and positively affect everything else in my life 70 million Americans have chronic sleep issues and half of Americans deal with sleep deprivation so I'm assuming a lot of you have probably dealt with this at some point in your life and I know about that firsthand one of my favorite brands Ned is here to help us with their product, Shut I Chai. It's inspired by 5,000 years of ancient healing tradition and is Ned's biggest product launch to date. I have been using Ned products for so long and love them. They have changed my life. The Shut I Chai has become one of the most important parts of my day and one of my favorite parts of my evening ritual. It's a mellow super blend latte for sleep that combines adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium, seriously the best ingredients out there, wrapped in a heavenly masala chai-inspired body. So think cinnamon, clove, ginger, all that good stuff, which is so fall and like pumpkin spice season. It is very on brand. It doesn't just set you up for amazing sleep. Ingredients like chaga, reishi, and ashwagandha are deeply nourishing to your body on so many levels. So you're getting a ton of additional benefits and it's crafted from the highest grade single origin ingredients, ethically sourced from some of the world's best small scale farms. Shadai Chai is amazing for calming your nervous system, which we talk about a lot here. It's so important for manifestation and for channeling and tapping into our intuitive gifts. It is so nourishing for your senses and Shadai Chai will just send you peacefully off to dreamland where you can get all of those activations and downloads. And I will tell you sleep now more than ever, like we are getting so many upgrades while we sleep. So it's really important to get a really, really good night's rest. It makes the world of a difference. Shadai Chai is all natural. It's made exclusively from functional botanicals, fungi, herbs, plants, minerals, roots, and spices. And what I love about Ned is they are fully transparent. They share third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their full extraction process. Shadai Chai does not contain CBD, caffeine, melatonin, or dairy, so you don't need to worry about any of that. But every evening, as part of our wind-down ritual, like we have, especially since moving into this new house, just gotten really into curating our evening rituals because both my partner and I are like realizing how much we really need to focus on sleep. It's a huge focus for us. And so every evening we will kind of ground in. I like to have that ritual of making a little should I chai latte. So I'll put in the powder. I'll fill it up like halfway with 
hot water and then some nut milk, froth it up and I will set intention over the beverage. I'll set intention for my sleep and just slowly intentionally sip that in, kind of turn it into a little meditation, getting present. I send a hi to it and it just turns into this really beautiful evening ritual. And then we like to sit on the couch and connect and it's a great way to just end the day and really makes a huge difference in terms of sleep. We've both noticed our sleep has totally changed since really refining our evening ritual. And that means when I wake up the next day, I don't feel groggy. I feel ready to go. I feel excited. My channel is clear and I can create all this incredible stuff for all of you. And I'm just, you know, a better friend, a better partner when I am feeling good. So if you want to find out how Shut Eye Chai can revolutionize your sleep, you can get 15% off with the code Christina. Just go to helloned.com slash Christina or enter code Christina at checkout. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A to get 15% off. Sweet dreams. Okay, so what do you want to jump into? Well, but even... You know, if other people are um, in the room or you're on a podcast, uh, sorry, a video and you're recording with other people. Yeah, they're just, it's just to have an energy there. Right. Because it's giving us something to go off of. Right. You know, and so everything is just in, in response. Mm-hmm. You know, you're all living in response to each other all the time. And so this will ping to be true. We've on, been on a human design kick recently with mm-hmm. Christina. Uh, she's gone back into all, she's been going back into all of that business and personal. It was bring her back to that because that really is the most helpful individualized blueprint that kind of meets you where you're at, where you can just get this data given to you and, and, you know, it gives you something to follow. Uh, because what we would say is, you know, trust your intuition and your desire. But a lot of people are so disconnected from that. They have to relearn how to, how to listen to their bodies Mm -hmm. and their intuition. And they, uh, find it helpful to have the reflection point of what their unique gifts are. You know, just, and that, that's what well, Christina's experience. Maybe you had the same one of reading something and just feeling so validated, right? Of like, oh yeah. And I didn't recognize that was a gift. I just thought that was just how I am. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was something that differentiated me from other people. Right. So anyway, uh, been on that kick and bringing it up because it relates, you know, she always comes back to, she's a generator and she's always responding. Right. And mm-hmm. so you're responding in your own way too, you know, waiting for the invitation and outside of human design, which is getting a little bit granular, y- you are all responding. You're all responsive beings, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, you are feeling the frequencies all around you all the time and, and just responding to them. And so she has been, personally and this is a whole rabbit hole recognizing how many of the things well one it's when she's realizing she's always in response she's recognizing how important it is to curate the environment so that she's responding to things that are helpful versus if she's not curating the environment she's going to be responding to other people's to-dos for her to certain conversations that she just doesn't really care that much about you see what we're saying when you say curate the environment, what exactly does that mean? So we'll give a really simple example. You know, uh, you're in, you have a friend group. Mm-hmm. Let's say, think about different friends, right? And you keep, she would look at you said her as an example. Like maybe she has a friend and she keeps feeling frustrated every time she's hanging out with that friend because that friend has certain thoughts and beliefs and things that they like to talk about a lot. 
an orientation point dimensionally that she finds just not interesting. <laughs> like maybe she wants to go, she wants to be talking about something else and they just keep bringing it there. And so every time she's hanging out with that friend, uh, she's getting frustrated because the conversation is continuing to go there, right? So she's walking into an environment where she's going to go there versus curating the environment is, hey, I'm only go. I'm just going to choose that all the people in my life, all the friends, all the people that I talk to regularly are having this type of conversation because this is where I want to be. So I want to be responding to that frequency, mm -hmm. right? That that's That's what we're saying. Or, you know, part of that tangibly is like why she's so particular about boundaries is because she's going to be, she's in response, right? So if work is in, you don't know this, but well, maybe you do, I don't know. She keeps, you know, work conversations very specifically on Voxer. There's no work conversation in her text messages because she very intentionally will open her Voxer app that she doesn't have notifications on when she's ready to respond to that because she's going to be responding to 3D questions. Right. Right. Uh, and so that's curating the environment of in her day uh, regularly, she's not getting things coming into you know her phone that are asking her to, to respond in a frequency that's going to drag her down. And so another version of this would be curating your who you're following on social media. Right. You're always responding. And so people will scroll on social media and, you know, be, they'll see 10 things and they're maybe sad, low vibe. And they're wondering why they keep feeling that way. Mm -hmm. Right. So. The thing, and, and this is content consumption, what, what she was saying about that show you were watching, Squid Games. Right. Like, realizing because she's had uh, the nightmares she was having last night were, were, you know, that show put you on a certain frequency wave. Mm -hmm. And then that train kept going in the astral. And then she was riding that wave in the astral. And then her, her quote, dream space was calibrated to that frequency and she was having the nightmare. Mm -hmm. So... It's a broad, it's a big conversation. It just and, and it's important for everyone to realize you're, you're, if we think it's it's helpful to think about that for a moment. If you are always responding to everything and every thought that you have and feeling you have is a vibrational response to everything around you, what's triggering you? Mm -hmm. And so by changing the triggers around you, you have a completely different reality. So you can probably speak to this. Your reality probably changed vastly when you changed roommates. Think about your last roommate situation and how that was feeling, right? And then think about Christina as your roommate now, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you changed the, the trigger. You changed what you were responding to. Mm -hmm. and, and because you're always responding to her. And so when she is thinking about certain things and you find those interesting, you're like, yeah, this is great. Right. But if you were living in a house of people that were just, you know, talking about 3D stuff that you don't care about, mm -hmm. you would be feeling frustrated and you your brain wouldn't be thinking the way that you want to be thinking. And you wouldn't feel like you're getting anywhere, you know, with your intellect and your mind and your channel. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so there have been many times when she feels really blocked and everybody here, right? She, f she feels blocked and she realizes because she has to curate the environment differently because she's responding to her environment. So that's part of why she had to leave San Diego mm -hmm. and you had to leave San Diego. She was responding to it. And this is not, you know, true of an entire city. We're talking about the reality she was living in her specific experience there. It was a low frequency environment that she was continuing to have to respond to 
which is keeping her in that low frequency. Mm-hmm. And that was limiting the transmission she could receive mm-hmm. and the ideas coming through. Does that make sense? And yeah. the opportunities because sure. it was just capping her there. So she realized I need a, something different to respond to. The quality right. of my life is based on what I'm responding to. Mm-hmm. So that can be your physical environment. That could be the content you're consuming. That could be the people you communicate with on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. All of those different things uh, are impacting how you feel and how you think and, and um, you know, what you're channeling. Right. Well, even like something like a, a dirty house or, mm-hmm. you know, a house that, uh, just has too much accumulated stuff. hundred percent. And this yeah. is why, you know, we're all up in y'all's grill about it. Like we're <laughs> in her grill because <laughs> she's mm-hmm. the messy one, not you. But like that is something that when you think about how you're using your energy during the day, when she wakes up every day and she has a mess that she's created for herself, she's always having to, res- she's responding to the mess. So she's, okay, I have to take care of unpacking. I have to take care of putting away clothes. I have to take care of, you know, we're having to spend time and energy cleaning out the house. Mm -hmm. And she gets frustrated because that is, it's forcing her to respond to that because she Mm -hmm. has to deal with it. Right. She does. And she would rather that response be something more fun for her. Right. She would rather that response be just having conversations like this all day. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, when you have the physical mess, yeah, you got to respond to it and then you feel frustrated. Right. Well, it's like having something on your to-do list that you don't necessarily want to do. And it's just kind of, you know, eating at you. And then you you. feel drained and you're having to do it every day. And so that's that. And that's, those are like a lot of the questions she's been grappling with over the last couple of weeks. And she's really diving into this response thing and realizing how much of a sponge she is with the to-do list things, realizing it's going to get responded to. Like that was a real, real, like that was a realization for her of, you know, instead of expending energy, like avoiding that truth, like it's going to get responded to. So either, either, uh, if this is something that I don't enjoy, then it doesn't have to get done or who can I give it to? Mm -hmm. It's been as simple as that, you know? So there's a lot of things that just have to, she just had to, it's just, it's not going to happen. Just not going to do it because I'm, I'm dreading it. Mm -hmm. Um, or it's meant to go to somebody else who does like doing it Right. (laughs) where it's not, you know, that actually they, they like that because you all have different things that you're, you like to, there's a lot of stuff Christina does. A lot of people would would hate a lot of the stuff she does all the time. Mm Um, vice versa. So, or it's delegating it. It's as simple as that, clean, cleaning it out. But she has been, well, we've been pointing out to her how so many of what she thought were her wants were actually all of the pressures and expectations that she was feeling from everyone else. And some of that were people she specifically knows and, and some of that are just general expectations and pressures that are just floating in the collective consciousness for people in general that she is feeling because she feels all of it and she's been soaking it up like a sponge and that started when she was really little and we're sharing this because I'm sure this is true for a lot of people listening um, and spent has spent a long long time 
making decisions or telling herself she wanted certain things that was just what everybody else wanted her to want or to do or to be like so that she wouldn't have to deal with them being upset right. or that vibrational resistance. Right. And so now, you know, and, and kind of what's been getting worked through the last few months since you guys moved, it's been a huge reality shift. And as she's just kind of gotten to the place where she's physically pushed, I just physically can't anymore. Mm-hmm. I physically can't. I can't do anything other than what I have to do for myself, right. for my health and for my happiness. I, 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 you know, physically can't is the place. And so she's just been actually being honest about what she wants to do and what she doesn't and actually having to feel all of the resistance from lots of people around her and recognizing that she got herself in that mess because, because had she just followed what she actually wanted the whole time from the beginning, they would, they would be used to that. Right. You know, so there wouldn't Mm -hmm. be so much resistance right now. So she's learning that. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's connected for everybody here because you all are soaking up everyone else's stuff mm-hmm. uh, and you relate to that differently. Some people listening soak that up and they hold on to it. And some people soak it up and they, you know, let it fall out. Mm-hmm. But either way, you're aware of what's happening vibrationally. And sometimes that awareness can cause you to be constantly in response to things that are not worth your time and energy. And so that's a skill set to notice what you're responding to. Mm-hmm. And say, is this worth my time, energy, and attention right now? Do I want it to be? So where we're sure a lot of people listening uh, can can relate to ADD or ADHD. Mm-hmm. Christina, Christina, and we explained a million ways of how, like, what that really is energetically. You, you, you all can diagnose whatever you want to diagnose. We don't really care. <laughs> but we can explain what's going on vibrationally. And what, what that is, is... This is popping up in the field and I'm a, a vibrationally responsive being and I'm turning and saying, oh, and I'm responding to it. And the problem is you have that skill set because you are awake, you are online, you are turned on, you are aware, mm-hmm. right? So the bird flies over there and other people don't notice, but you notice and you turn. And then the skill set that has to be developed is, okay, I noticed it. Do I need to put my energy into fully responding to this and continuing down this track? Mm-hmm. And so the, the quote problems that arise, which is really distractions with things like, like an ADHD type, that is how you would characterize it, is that everything that's coming into the field, you're fully responding to and giving your energy to mm-hmm. instead of learning, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to notice everything and maybe I'll get pulled into it for a second, but I can, Oh, bird, let it go. And getting very clear on your energetic priorities of where is my time, energy, attention, frequency best spent and noticing what the distractions are. Right. Well, noticing like what is charging you. A hundred percent. What's charging yeah. you? What, what What's lighting you up? What your, your unique gifts are? And really just, you know, what's going to make you feel satisfied at the end of the day? Because a lot of you, you know, you spend your whole day just responding to random things and the end of the day goes and you're like, oh, I never did that thing that I wanted to do for me. Mm-hmm. I, or I never did that thing that's going to move forward my business. Or I never d- worked on that project because you're so busy responding to everybody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, we would say orient. Orient every single morning, be in your own energy field and curate the environment. Remove all distractions. Remove all distractions, mm-hmm. right? Take the phone away. Don't ha- go to a place in your home 
in the corner of your room, whatever, wherever you live, right, that is clear of the clutter so you don't have extra stuff coming in for you to get distracted by. Even objects, right? clutter will distract you. So it's just a clear, mostly empty space would be helpful. Mm -hmm. Go in and orient. What is my main vibrational priority for myself today? And have, and this is where, you know, going back to the human design piece, that's one example. You don't need a human design, uh, you know, blueprint to, to know this about yourself. We're just saying that's one thing that can be very helpful for people. Uh, you can put this together based on what you're naturally good at, what comes easy to you, what people reflect back to, they appreciate about you. Having a type of manual for yourself, and this is really good to have just for everybody. Of, These are my gifts. These are my gifts, and this is my this is what I'm here to do in the world, right? And have that for yourself every single day to look at and say, is what I'm I'm prioritizing in my life, what my goal is for today, what I've been working on, in alignment with me leaning into all this, mm-hmm. the magic of who I uniquely am. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is a lot of you know that, well, a lot of you need reminders of that. But you'll know these things and then you are getting frustrated because you're spending, you know, it's been, you're spending all day, every day doing stuff that's not your magic, right? You get frustrated if you're spending all day, every day, just answering emails and responding to conversations Mm -hmm. when you want to be learning, Mm -hmm. you want to be learning new information. You want to be going new places. You want to be discovering, Right. right? And so when you know that that's what you're really, that's what you're here to do. Right. And so when it's, you know, been a month and you're like, I haven't done that in a month, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're, you're not only draining yourself, you're not only draining yourself, but you're also not contributing to humanity the way that you're meant to. Makes sense. And that's not a fault, right? But we're just mm-hmm. pointing out how it, it, it's not a fault, it's the same thing for Christina. It's why she get, gets frustrated, right? Because she realizes there's so much set up in our environments um, coupled with when you have your intuitive gifts turned on, it's even more difficult because not only do you have all of the distractions all the time that they've set up for you, mm-hmm. but you also have the intuitive gifts of being aware of every single frequency running through it. Mm-hmm. So you have basically double the potential distractions until you learn to work with that and kind of move outside of that, look at that uh, kind of as an outside observer. And that's mm-hmm. where the time in the morning is really helpful to orient yourself from your soul self about what really matters and what doesn't and what you're going to set boundaries around and and what you want to lean into. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah, makes sense. So meditating in the morning is ideal? Yeah. Well, you you don't have to meditate. Meditate whenever you can. Is is it about time, or are you just talking about meditating? Meditate whenever you can, but it's it's about having time. You know, meditation doesn't have to be, well, what people think of meditation as just sitting in silence. You know. Yeah. Meditation can be you just having a conversation with yourself about what your goals and priorities are. Well, I just uh, vibrationally. Right. Well, I just feel like you know. Um, meditating sometimes if I don't get a good meditation in and Mm -hmm. have that intention set for the day like you're talking about Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just kind of get lost in the day 100% because I don't really set any intention I kind of just am pulled wherever I am Mm -hmm. pulled and here's yes and here's the here's the breakdown for a lot of people is they they will set their intention 
even if they do that, right? So step one is setting it, like you said. And step two is people set their intention, but then they don't filter every decision they make that day through, is that in alignment with the intention? Right. Give yourself a filter, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so you'll notice, you know, like Oracle days, it's really important to Christina of no one else's energy gets in my field. And then she'll wake up in the morning and a little thing will happen. Or like, you know, today she scheduled something for 7 a.m. to get her blood drawn. And she should have filtered that decision through. If I know my priority is no one else's energy gets in my field on Oracle Day, then why am I choosing to schedule an appointment on Wednesday morning? Right. Right. So she has that intention and she's not following through. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. by using that as as the filter for every decision. Right. And that's where the breakdown actually is. Mm-hmm. And that is a really valuable exercise for people to look back on the decisions they've been making, say, hey, this is my priority. This is what I know I, I want. I want to spend more time talking to my spirit guides or I want to spend more time on my creative project or, you know, over here or whatever, whatever it is you want to be doing. And then ask with every single little decision, you, and especially if it's a general thing, like, you know, I want to dedicate myself to fully trusting my intuition above everybody else. Or I want to fully dedicate myself to prioritizing my joy, prioritizing my health. Even better with something like that. Those are big overarching themes that are reality shifters, like true reality shifters, because that's putting you on a completely different frequency track in terms of your life, mm-hmm. which we can talk about. But take any of those big ones and filter every single decision that you're making. Mm-hmm. Right. If my priority is I want to prioritize my health or I want to prioritize my joy, every person that asks you for your time, is this amplifying my health? Mm-hmm. Is this making me joyful? Right. And a neutral is a no. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that is the fast track to changing your entire reality. Uh, and so th- that's the thing. For a lot of you, it's taking it's taking a really long time for your realities to shift in big ways. But when you get really sort of, for lack of better term, like cutthroat with all of your choices of they all have to be in alignment with this main goal, your whole world will change very quickly, right? It'll be very clear for you. Oh, that friend, that task, that thing I'm doing on the weekend, that Mm -hmm. habit I have, Mm -hmm. it's either in alignment or not, right? Uh, And if you really commit to that overall intention and you filter every decision through it and it'll be very clear for you, everything will change really quickly. And that is how you, you know, we would say frequency hop. You could say timeline hop as well, you know, mm-hmm. because different timelines are aligned with different vibrations. Mm-hmm. So that's how you can shift to a new reality very, very quickly. You just have to hold it. You have to hold it. For longer periods of time. Yeah. You know, and so realizing, you know, you might have an overall intention, but look at, look at all of the choices you're making all day, every day, <laughs> and then ask what intention that would indicate. If somebody else looked at your life and looked at all the choices you were making individually, like auditing them, mm-hmm. what would they, what would they guess your intention would be? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And that will give you an indication of, well, you'll notice all of the places where you're sending mixed signals to the universe. Right. You're sending mixed signals to your higher self about what timeline you want to be on. Mm-hmm. So you're just staying where you're at. Nothing's changing. Right. Well, I guess there's, uh, you know, certain days where um, maybe other people feel like this too. It's like when you're pulled in so many different directions, 
mm-hmm. with different tasks, like you're saying, it's like you just feel like kind of like lost. Like yeah. you're just like you just black out. And yeah. There goes the day. Yeah, totally. Uh, because you're aware of all of it and feeling all of it. And right. so that is a time that we would say, stop, go somewhere in your own energy field, take a second to collect yourself, turn off all of the devices, all the notifications, breathe, like take like five, 10 minutes to just right. meditate or just be away from it for a second. And then tune back into what is my real main priority for today. Or go on a walk or, Mm -hmm. you know, do something, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's going to kind of reset. Clarify, essentially. Mm -hmm. Right? Clarify. And then all the things that are going in every direction, once you've clarified, it's that's not important. That's not important. That's not important. Mm -hmm. And it's very simple. Mm -hmm. Right? But it's, you can't... well, you can, right? But we would encourage you not to just sit in, sit in a pile of overwhelm because that's indicating to you where you ha- you're not mastering energy yet, right? Like that is true mastery. All these frequencies can be flying at you from every direction and you are just moving them around. And that is directly connected to abundance, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, overwhelm is one of the biggest money blocks. Money manifestation. This is money manifestation 101, you don't need us to tell you. Christina will tell you, right? Mm-hmm. Overwhelmed. Because the second you're saying, I'm overwhelmed, that's your vibra- energy body saying, I don't want more. And it doesn't matter what area of your life it's, it's in. Right? So you can have a lot of personal things going on that are overwhelming, uh, for example. And you're just, I don't want more. I don't want more. Right? Christina calls it no new friends energy. No, 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 nothing more. I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you vibrationally are putting up this wall of, oh, just send everything else away. And that includes money. Mm. Okay. And what are some ways to help with it? I mean, I guess mm-hmm. what you're saying is everything you've been talking about are ways to help with. hundred percent. And we'd also say you can go overwhelmed or yeah, well, we want to go somewhere else. And what we'll just say is everything we just said is helping it. But right. Christina has a whole course called abundance accelerator. That literally tells you all this. So we would tell people to go dive into it. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's been, you know, made intentionally. So it's all mapped out right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to talk about something else. Mm-hmm. What, what, do you, what do you have for us? What's a, good, what's a fun question? Let's go somewhere fun. Well, uh, we were talking about um, earlier frequency mm-hmm. and how, like, you know, channels such as yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, constantly have so much energy just like surging through you right these just like high voltage like like almost like lightning bolts mm-hmm. so to speak yeah well it depends on the channel but yeah okay how does it depend on the channel it, it depends mean, on the it channel differ? it depends on the person you know and, and we and this can be happening for people that don't identify with channeling that are channeling in their own way Right. Mm, mm. So the person who is just, you know, the creative, um, you know, a lot of uh, famous artists who are like writing songs and creating music all the time, they're channeling mm, nonstop and they're right. also having this high voltage of energy moving through them. Right. Um, but not everybody has that vibrational relationship. So let's just stick with the realm of channels for mm-hmm. now to keep it simple and you can apply this other places, but you know, every, every, ch- every channel, and we're assuming you're talking about like channeling the way Christina channels, mm-hmm. right? 
um, has just their own unique relationship with how they channel. They all do it a little bit differently. There's different techniques. There's, you know, uh, there's different an on off switch. You know, some people are a lot more on and then off. It's very clear. I'm bringing in this being and they're coming out. Right. So when Christina was trans channeling, um, it was more like, you know, her energy was more, I guess, normalized in certain ways. Uh, and then she would say, Hey, I'm here. I'm going to step out. You're going to come in. And during that period, you know, there's all this electricity running much mm -hmm. higher and then they exit. Right. Now that we're making this switch, it's just, it's high voltage for a very long period of time and moving into all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and so there are certain be there are certain people that are running this all the time. And there are other people that channel more in concentrated ways in smaller doses, like an on and off. Does that make sense? Is that because they can only handle so much, like so much at a for time? For some people, sure. It can be that they can only handle so much at a time. Uh, for others, it's just the way that they choose to do it. Okay. Right? It's just, it just is what feels better for them. Right. Uh, and it's just a certain vessel choice, you know? And so kind of what we were saying to you all earlier, uh, to, you know, mm -hmm. not you listeners, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but is that it was a choice. It was just a choice of what her vessel was going to do this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And not everybody made that choice. Uh, and, and really not many need to make that choice. You know, because she's more of here to be like, you know, it's, you know, you're all stargates in certain ways, but really just be a representation of what's possible and kind of just be a voice box for all these different beings. There's no reason for all of you to do that. There's, there's no reason, right? Mm -hmm. Your highest level of mastery is not channeling other beings. Your highest level of mastery is channeling your higher self, right? Being fully your higher self, mm -hmm. being fully your soul self. So, mm -hmm. and, and that is real. The oracle mode, that's exactly what that is. Mm -hmm. that, that's exactly what that is. Right. Just, we are her oversoul in the body. Right. Right? Um, so, and that's why she finds that more exciting than talking to a different being. Right? Why would she need to talk to a different being? She still will. Um, but it's just different perspectives. You know, so it just it depends on, on the person. Mm -hmm. uh, but for all of you, as you ascend, right, you're naturally going to be running more energy through your system. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's part of this, you know, more elongated, there's a, it's a, it's a more intense process for someone like Christina because this is her work. Mm -hmm. So it is, and as you see, and as you know, it's putting her body through a lot more intensity than the, than other people will be put through or required to put through because we're sort of shortening the span of how this is all happening really quickly. Right. Uh, versus for other people who aren't doing, who aren't coded to do this specific style of channeling work, mm -hmm. the, the, the process can happen, you know, over a longer period of time. So it's not no, so depleting all at once or so intense physically. Right. right. It's, it not, I mean, it still will be for many of you because you're feeling it and you're aware and you're, uh, you know, switching fuel requirements really, you know? And so you'll start to feel really tired because you're not getting the nutrients you need and you're kind of like halfway and halfway out different places and, and mm -hmm. relearning the nutrients you really need mm -hmm. uh, during the ascension, during the ascension process. So you mean like more liquids and stuff like that or? Uh, well, it will be unique for each of you, right. but yeah, liquids will help a lot. Liquid nutrients will help a lot. Light, light codes will help a lot. Earth codes will mm -hmm. help a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of you will feel hungry and tired and 
uh, you immediately go to what food do I need? But what about what sound do I need? Or like what being about out in nature. What, yeah, what nature more, do I need? Right. What, like starting to think of what's really fueling your light body. Sure. Is a different conversation. Sure. Right. Uh, and, and yes, nutritional requirements, right? right? So kind of straddling between these different aspects of yourself. Uh, you know, it's interesting for Christina here, when she, when she got in earlier, uh, she was asking us, like, what food do you want? And we were telling her, uh, royal foods of the royalty. <laughs> in this state, right, earlier we were craving um, like ch a cheese board, like a cheese board and nice meats and wine and okay. things like that is what we were craving, right? She's like, what? You know, um, and that fuels a certain frequency for us right. in that specific moment, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and we know that's different than what a lot of you might think because you try to make it so linear. Like for me to ascend, I need to eat vegan and liquid. And it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. It's not that simple. If it was that simple, then the gods that have been on this earth plane, they, they would have, that's what they would have done. Mm -hmm. And they came down here and they still enjoyed food. Doesn't mean that was their nutrition, but it supported them vibrationally in a certain way, which was enjoyment, fulfillment, mm -hmm. right? Right, right. Uh, And so while it maybe it wasn't, you know, it was really giving them their, hmm, like fuel requirements, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it was, it was fueling them in a different way. Well, I guess that's, Another question I have is mm -hmm. if you are doing other things, right, like spending more time in nature or, you know, doing things that you love all the time, mm -hmm. right, that's more in alignment with your higher self, um, you know, are you also absorbing those those foods mm -hmm. a lot more efficiently? 100%. Than if it, it's the opposite, you know, and you're, right, like vice versa. 100%. Uh, and, you know, there's – on the membership calls, we talk a lot about setting people up to be able to – setting people up vibrationally to be able to receive what we're about to say, mm -hmm. right? So the whole beginning of the call is a transition process to get people in a vibrational state to receive what mm -hmm. we're saying. So today we're using the example of an energy healing session. So Christina could say one thing to uh, – let's say a friend, right? Let's say she's saying one thing to her friend, her friend's asking for advice and Christina's saying it to them and it's not really landing. And then that same friend will say, Christina, can I have a session? And Christina gives them a session. In the session, the same thing is said through her mm -hmm. by the guides. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, wow, that really landed. <laughs> right? right? Because they were vibrationally able to receive it. Right. And it's the same thing with food. It's the same thing with food. Mm -hmm. And for you to uniquely understand what makes you vibrationally able to receive it. The same way what we were talking about last time with being able to receive the downloads, right? What the environment is for you, specifically for some of you, that'll be you get your best downloads moving, dancing, walking, being in nature. For others, it might be, you know, Christina gets her best downloads get doing coffee enema, right? right. <laughs> uh, or she, she does her best in, in a cave, anytime in a cave, right? Uh, other people will be the opposite, you know what I mean? what me mean mm -hmm. right yeah um and so just fi and she gets a lot of her best downloads actually listening uh and for a lot of people they need to really tune out the rest of that, the input but when she is consuming information like just listening to a random conversation listening to a podcast watching a tv show she's not really even paying attention to what's going on it is triggering within her infinite numbers of downloads about other things mm-hmm 
Um, you know, and so she likes to watch different movies because it's triggering in her millions of other downloads about, right. uh, you know, different ETs, what happened on the earth and all these other things. So she's right. like really not really paying attention to what happened in the movie. She's just using it as a vibrational trigger to bring through the downloads. And she knows that about herself is, hey, when I uh, – when I watch these kinds of movies or when I hear these kinds of conversations, you know, she, she likes to listen to podcasts that are like just conversation style between people. She just knows that when she's listening to that and just kind of mindlessly listening to it, you know, maybe going on a walk and it's in the background and she's not Mm -hmm. really hearing it. That is one of the best times for her to just receive, receive, receive all kinds of other stuff. Right. Right. So, Or, or someone that you're listening to, you know, they could have a certain voice. Mm hmm that just activates certain codes in you just you know based off their vibration and mm-hmm. their tone of their voice or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the opposite mm-hmm. so like you know uh i mean i'm pretty sure this is a, a telltale sign uh you know if you're if you're on a call and which um just a short story which i was earlier today mm-hmm. and it was just you know another business call mm-hmm. but um this guy's voice just like literally hurt my ears <laughs> yeah it made me not it almost made me nauseous yeah, yeah, it was yeah. very weird yeah uh but he was super intelligent and mm-hmm. saying like really cool things mm-hmm. um and it was like very you know educational information but I, I didn't want to, like, it literally made me nauseous just listening to him. And it was like, this is weird. 100%. Yeah. Well, so and it's not for My you. human brain wanted to, yeah. like, listen because I was like, this guy knows yeah. his shit. You but know? it's not resonant for some reason. Right. And a lot of you judge that and you try and work through the things that aren't resonant. Stop forcing it. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't have to mean people are bad or wrong, right? right, right. There are... This just came up in a conversation when Kelly and Rick were here where you guys were talking about someone very famous mm-hmm. and Christina was saying, I literally can't listen to that person. Like it hurts my right. ears. And she was saying, I know he says incredible things right. and it's not a reflection of him as a person. Right. I, I can't listen to him. Right. And, and she also knows a lot of people that love his voice sure, right? Sure, because sure. it's super resonant for them. And so again, yeah. this is not... And, and we really want to point this out. We're going to again and again because people will – you all will turn this into a judgment. It's not a judgment. It's just what's resonant and what's not. Mm-hmm. It's just as simple as that. Right. Right? And so this is another example is movies. A lot of Christina's friends get uh, – you know, not really, but kind of they'll get frustrated or think it's, it's interesting – that she's so picky with movies. She's extremely picky with the lighting of movies, the director, the cuts. And, you know, part of, part of that is, you know, she studied film, right? But it's, it's a frequency thing. It's a resonance thing. And, and when she went through, when she studied film in college, learning about that clicked for her why she had such visceral, visceral reactions to certain shows and, and movies growing up. Because she was starting to realize, oh, my body hates cuts like that. My body hates mise en scene like that. My body, she started mm-hmm. to realize it and she, suddenly she had a language to figure out why she was having a visceral reaction. And right. there would be, uh, you know, movies that she knew had really powerful messages or a great cast or whatever. And she's like, I just can't get past that soundtrack. Right. <laughs> or I can't get past the, the low key lighting. Mm-hmm. And she would get uh, annoyed with herself. Like it's such a silly thing, right? It's like, right. it can still be a, and it, yeah, it can, it still can be a great movie and it can be, if it's, rubbing against your system wrong like mm-hmm. that it's not resonant yeah and and if if the resonance changes which it can 
then you'll be called to it then, right? So there have been a lot of things that she was right. viscerally no to before, the sound of it, the look of it, the feel of it. And as time has gone on and she's changed, she's drawn to it and she mm. wants to go into it. Interesting. Okay. And that's fine. Right. That's just, that's just what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. So listening to that is, uh, it's very important. Sure. Sure. So I often post pictures on Instagram of all of my morning beverages and people are like, what are you drinking in the morning? This is a very important part of my daily routine. I like to wake up and get super hydrated because we've been dehydrated all night long. And I also like to, I don't know if I'm the only person who does this, but I like to front load a lot of my liquids. So I drink a lot, a lot of liquids in the morning and I like to start my day off with something warm immediately up for my stomach. And then I pretty much immediately after have something cold Anyway, it's a whole thing. But the first thing that I have been putting in my body, I used to do just warm lemon water and then immediately Organifi green juice, but I have changed it the last few months. And the first thing I put in my body is actually been Organifi pure. And this is one of my favorite Organifi products. I feel like it is so underrated. It is incredible for supporting mental clarity, memory, and cognitive performance. And Especially since I stopped drinking coffee, I love having pure first thing because it gives my brain that extra clarity. You know, sometimes in the morning I'm like, eh, I'm definitely a slow, slow at getting up. I'll just say that. Um, and so pure is great for just helping me focus, getting on track first thing. And I love the way it tastes. It tastes like a healthy lemonade, but okay. So this is marketed as drink it cold and it really does taste like a healthy lemonade, you know, without all the extra added sugar, none of that crap, super clean ingredients, but I actually like it hot. So it's not advertised this way, but I'm just telling you what I do. I put a scoop into my mug. I put hot water in it and I drink this the way I used to drink my warm lemon water. I actually feel like this is way better for my teeth, uh, but it gives me all these extra benefits first thing in the morning. And so I, I get kind of the same benefits as coffee without the, without all the negative side effects without the jitters. This is 100% USDA certified organic. It is rich in beta glucans and antioxidants. It's been clinically proven to promote healthy BDNF levels derived from coffee berry. The neurofactor ingredient has been shown to increase BDNF levels by over a hundred percent. So that means thinking more clearly, supporting memory, impressing everybody around you. And I have to be like on point with my career. I don't really have like with my career, I don't have much just like mindless work. Everything is very intentional, very focused with channeling and all the different companies and products and things like that. So I am really specific about everything I put in my body. I'm very intentional. I need the quality to be there. And I also like to make sure like with all the fluids I'm drinking, like everything is very intentional. So first thing is pure, which I've been drinking hot. If you want to try it that way, I freaking love it. It makes me feel amazing. I'm like next level mental performance obsessed. And then I immediately do Organifi green juice. I drink that one cold, throw in some nut milk to make it more like a little milkshake, which Sometimes I don't have the nut milk, but I like it that way. And that helps with detoxification, a little extra energy boost without the caffeine. And I feel like a million freaking bucks. And this is how I do what I do, right? So there are lots of things that allow me to do what I do, including an incredible team and support system. But the way I take care of my physical body is the most important thing for me to be able to channel all the things I channel, to write all the books I write, to 
run all the companies I run. So Organifi always. If you want to try out Organifi Pure or Green Juice or any of their other products, you know, I use and love them all. Just head to Organifi.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off. Again, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC and that code will get you 20% off your entire order. So with all of this energy flowing through you, Mm -hmm. uh, do you... Um, do you need more sleep for the time being, you know, with, 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 you know, this intensity of information and energy, these (laughs) lightning Mm -hmm. bolts just surging through you constantly? A hundred percent because the, all the body is, is the body is recalibrating to meet this frequency here. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So the new generation, they're coming in with bodies that are already aligned with housing this frequency. So these new kids coming in are very different. They're a whole different race, as many of you say, you know, if you want to use that language, whatever. They're a whole different group of energetic beings. And they are also coming from very different star systems. Like their nervous systems are like built. They're built differently in a number of ways. Uh, and we can get into different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can come back to that in a second, but mm-hmm. the point is that, and when you think about, you know, there have been many different beings on the planet, um, where the vessel was already built to house the frequency, mm-hmm. but there's an interesting transition happening. And, and those of you in this transition group, we would call this a transition soul group here to help with this transition, mm-hmm. have the coding in your bodies to be morphers. Does that make sense? You have coding in your bodies to have essentially where it was meant to change and transition through the life with certain triggers, vibrational activators. And that could be frequency code. That could Mm -hmm. be food. That could be lifestyle choices. That could be particular life decisions that you make that turn on the code in your body to facilitate the change and transformation where the vessel will update Mm -hmm. to to match the frequency. So to use a certain group of people or to to use an example, think of it as, um, you know, some, there are new souls coming in and there, there are beings that you know on the planet and have come onto the planet before that already came in with the, the latest iPhone and the newest iOS. Mm. Right. Right. And, there are others of you that came in with not the latest iPhone, <laughs> and maybe not the newest iOS, mm-hmm. but with the capability to update your iOS beyond your hardware, right? And then having the tools and resources for somebody to take your hardware and update it later on. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's this kind of bridge generation. That, right. that we would say you're you both are in right and those listening many are in mm-hmm. so does that mean you know these kids coming in that are built differently need a lot less sleep to it potentially if they're uh, if they're living in alignment not, i maybe, mean or? yeah yeah but but um, and and if you recalibrate do you need eventually need less sleep Yes and no, because okay. y- you all want to, you all put it, want to put all this in boxes of like, 
is it less sleep or more sleep? Is it this? And it, we can say general trends, but that's not what it's going to be like. You're going to follow what your body needs. And there will, there might be three days in a row where Christina is sleeping. Okay. And then there might be, you know, weeks on end where she's sleeping two hours a night. Okay. If that. Right? I see. I see. So it's not so linear. It's not, right? it's not so linear. And especially as, you know, these new kids are coming in, it's like there's so much more sleep required to just acclimate and, and get in and, and update. And they're going through so much. And so as you're here, you know, and when you're really listening to your bodies, like when you're going through an upgrade and update, a reality shift, uh, you're going to sleep to let that catch up to you. And we, you know, we understand that your your realities aren't set up for this, uh, unfortunately. But if if you could take out all of the shoulds and have tos and whatever that you've created for yourselves, what would be in highest alignment? Think about big life changes, right? Would be hey, as simple as I'm going through a lot emotionally. You know, when you go through a lot emotionally, mm-hmm. like a big change or there's something stressful going on or anything right. like that you're tired and you're exhausted and you still show up for work and you still do your personal things and you're just kind of tired moving through it. Right. You're going through a reality shift. You're going through, uh, you know, a big healing process, a big activation process. And so if we could strip away all the 3d things you think you have to do, what would be in high alignment is, Hey, I'm going through this. Um, I'm going to rest. And so a lot of you would sleep for three or four days. Right. So let it fully anchor in. Mm -hmm. You would treat yourselves the way you treat your, your bodies when you're sick. Yeah, you right? do that instead of drinking uh, as much coffee as you need to yeah, push exactly, through. Yeah, exactly, right? And so you would do that. You would allow it to happen, and then you would be updated, upgraded, and you would move forward. Mm-hmm. And then you you wouldn't need very much sleep, right? Right. So, the, you know, and, but the thing is that this group, we can we can share general trends, and what we, but what we want to say is that they are so individualized, and you're moving into an age of really understanding your – individualization that's the whole point Mm -hmm. is realizing how unique you all really are and that's been the problem is you all are trying to be unique by following trends right that's the thing there are six to eight or eight to ten hours of sleep there are so many people on this path and fight for individualization who are all just trying to find that by doing what they're seeing other people doing Mm -hmm. they're not going inward to find the path you know and so What's really opening up on your planet is, um, you know, up until this point, a lot of the energies running have been different versions of the same thing. So a lot of the same souls reincarnating. Um, What your genetic makeup, your DNA is made up of, uh, similar star groups, you know, and so a lot of these you know and you're familiar with. Uh, And think about how how many star groups are you really familiar with, right? Maybe... 10 to 15 max of really knowing the names and all of you listening to this show are well aware of you're not silly enough to think there's only 10 to 15 other groups of beings right right? (laughs) uh so there's uh, countless more and so okay so we're only really working with these and that's not it's not that those are the only frequencies that have been running here but they're kind of the main players they have Mm -hmm. been some of the main players um some of them but that's a whole other thing. Um, what we want you to understand also is that most channeled information, that most uh, most information labeled as channeled information or spiritual information on your earth plane right now is not channeled information. It's And it's not accurate spiritual information. It is certain people channeling certain things that are relevant for them mm-hmm. and true for them. 
and teaching other people that. And they're in a similar frequency, potentially. Maybe, maybe not. Right. Right? So we'll give you an example. It starts with one person connecting the dots of the Pleiadians, the Syrians, the Lyrans, right? They're putting all this together because it's relevant for their field and the people they know and their soul group. And they start teaching about this, mm -hmm. right? And then somebody in that group takes that information and they start sharing it, right? And because they learned about this, they're filtering all of their psychic sessions from what do the Pleiadians have to say, right? And then they're going deeper down that path. And they're, they're taking the original thing set up by somebody and just going deeper down the path. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things that people think are channeled information are simply, whether because it's been labeled by it or because it's been labeled that way or they just think that that person's channeling, uh, it's just someone else repeating something they've learned somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of you, when you're talking about these different star groups, are just, you know, going reading books and, and on the internet and pulling what you can find that other people have said about it. Mm -hmm. But how do you know where any of that came from? You've all just zeroed in on a certain on these certain groups, um, and there's so much more available to you. There's so much more available to you, right? And so what we want to open up for you, and, and this is going to be, you know, shining in your face very intensely is how limited your perspective has been when these new kids come in and start telling you what they remember mm -hmm. and who they are sure. and where they come from. Sure. So not only are you seeing brand new souls coming in, um, brand new incarnations, uh, and just from completely different places, places that haven't incarnated on the earth plane yet, different groups, different dimensions, um, different types of beings. You're going to see all that open up, but you're also going to start to realize, uh, and it's, you know, part of why we're coming through Christina and part of why she's always felt like, you know, she'll receive so much information and she's like, literally, how come she feels like she's on such a different frequency than a lot of other channels, you know? Uh, and then we'll show her the frequency that channels are tuning into and they're tuning into someone else's channel instead of the source channel. Someone else being what, like a another alien from another planet or? Or just another channel. Okay. And that other channel isn't tapping into source? Well, you know, you could be channeling from all kinds of places. You could be channeling from a source itself. You can be channeling another being. You could be channeling all kinds of different groups. You could be channeling all types of different dimensions. We could channel anything. We could channel the frequency of anything. Right. Right? Um, you can also pick up, you can channel the collective conscious, mm -hmm. which a lot of people do. Uh, a lot of people think that they're pulling from a source and they're pulling from the collective cloud. They're pulling right. from the programmed cloud. Right. right? And so uh, really simply, you know, we talk about when Christina does training, she teaches people with psychic training. What are you reading on someone? Because reading their field, reading their Akashic records, reading their guides, all different things, reading the subconscious, these are all different things you're tapping into, mm -hmm. right? And that's where people have a lot of inaccuracy. But the same thing is happening, you know, it's like you're, you're transmitters and receivers and most people on the planet, we're just going to say it like this, have have no idea what signal they're getting. They're getting a signal or they're getting it clearly, and mm -hmm. they don't know what, what station it is. Right. Um, and that station could be, that station could be someone else and the things that they're reading. Right. Does that make sense? So, 
just to kind of break down what you are saying (laughs) is we are our planet is awakening to becoming more in you know um in alignment with themselves Mm -hmm. and their own unique bringing in their own unique information from source Mm -hmm. not not um these are real new earth codes not funneled from someone else kind of like telephone like Mm -hmm. the game telephone a hundred percent like you know and then the message just keeps getting passed down and it's kind of like you know just a different (laughs) a word Mm -hmm. by the end Mm um a hundred percent you know and there's so much like there's so much that christina doesn't deliver versus being in their channel yes she doesn't deliver that we give to her because she She's like, well, I've never heard anyone else say anything like that. That can't be right. Mm. Because she's looking for her validation on are other people saying it. And we're and we tell her that's exactly what you have to say it. Right. Exactly what you have to say it because these are the new earth codes. Right. And because everybody else is saying the same thing, not all the time. Sometimes, sometimes because they're all they they're not they're picking up on the same frequency that's not necessarily the f- the full frequency of truth. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And well, so this- one example of this, and we're getting really technical here, mm-hmm. but this is important, is there are many people that are channeling important information that has been very true and in alignment with the timeline the earth was on. Mm-hmm. And as the earth gets on a different timeline and you all get on different timelines, it, it won't it won't be as accurate anymore. And so the way that we can best describe it is where they're pulling vibrationally is from an old place. Mm-hmm. Right. And what needs to come down right now is new information, mm-hmm. new templates, like really, really new. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people are saying a lot of these same things because they're hearing it from somebody else and they're just repeating it. And they're just continuing the, the, the circle. problem. Yeah, the circle. Ongoing circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do people <laughs> get tapped into this new information? Well, we're, we're training you. We're <laughs> training you. You know, and part of it is just building the muscle of am I comfortable with new information? Okay. Uh, can I learn to get comfortable with things I'm not comfortable with? Right. So start learning about random things you never learned about before. Start getting curious about things that you don't think that you're curious about. Well, as long as it resonates, right? And is like well, yeah, but a lot of you yeah. decide what's resonant before you actually feel it, you know? So there may be random topics that just get curious about it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it, that is the muscle that you're building of how comfortable am I with brand new ideas? Uh, it's the same thing as do I enjoy entering into a conversation with somebody about a topic that I'm not an expert on and going deeper into it? Mm-hmm. Do I enjoy when someone tells me something that shatters my worldview and shifts my paradigm and, right. re- and makes me realize you need to change the entire way that I view everything? Right. Right? Because if you don't like having those conversations, if you don't like receiving brand new stuff that is earth shattering, then you're not going to receive the new earth codes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, question. So is all of this information in a sense, available just in our DNA. 
Like, is it all pretty much there? Yes. Okay. Uh, is there... Uh, yes, you could view it that way. You could view it that, that way, but you're... You're not built to be a storage device. You like you are a storage device, but not in the way that you think. Where the point is, you're not here to store all the information in your body. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like hmm, I'm trying to think of a technological analogy. And we don't know if this is the way that you mean the question, but just to be clear for mm-hmm. people listening, mm-hmm. it, you know, and this is kind of the problem with memory. Right. How a lot of you, the, the more you shift into a higher frequency in the present moment, you will you will be what you will perceive to be forgetful. Right. Christina is very forgetful. She tells everybody, write down everything I say. I'm not going to remember <laughs> um, because her brain isn't built to be a storage device. Storing all the information in there is a waste of space. Mm-hmm. She is meant to just it's in the cloud. Pull it down when we need it. Right. Don't waste energy here. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just cl- it's like it's having a computer with all these files on it, like delete them. So it runs optimally and keep them on a separate hard drive so mm-hmm. you can get them when you need them. Right. And so your body has um, almost like the trigger points for the full code, but the, the full code will get downloaded into you. So in, in, in some ways, yes, your DNA stores all of it. All of it is is in your bodies. But also all of it for the whole earth is not in your unique individual body. It's almost been um, dispersed amongst you. And so this is a combination of what, what we explain on the membership calls. Your etchings hold it. Your mm-hmm. etchings in your energy field, your spine, uh, your bones, your teeth hold a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's certain places, specifically the spine, we'll keep pointing out again and again, mm-hmm. um, holds a lot. Um, and that's connected to all those other places. Right. Um, the way that the visual, the visual we'd like to give is sort of like a lightsaber, right? How it starts small. And then Christine used to have a play one when she was little and you press a button and it would turn into this big lightsaber, mm-hmm. right? And it would like expand out from both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea is, Hey, it's all stored in this small thing, right? And I can press a button and get the rest of it. Right. But without that small thing, it was stored like a, stored in. I wouldn't have any of it. Mm-hmm. And so the codes in your spine specifically is that small thing. Um, and pressing the button <laughs> uh, can is a number of things, right? Uh, like what? Certain <laughs> vibrational choices, uh-huh. receiving uh, re- somebody saying something that clicks it for you, right? right? Hearing someone interacting with somebody from your soul group who has a unique key code mm-hmm. puzzle piece for mm-hmm. you. Um, uh, you know, changing your diet, uh, mm-hmm. changing, and that is your nutritional diet with food. That's your your energetic diet with mm-hmm. things around you, right, right. lifestyle choices, moving to cer- certain locations, right? Um, all of these things. Certain exercise, yeah, patterns right? and things. Um, you know. But but really, it's it's the big ones. It's the big conversations you have. It's the big life choices you make. It's you know, moving here. Right. Being right. in a different physical environment, releasing friends, adding in new ones, meeting a new member of a soul family, uh, you know, things like that. So Ascension School, the membership calls that we're doing every Wednesday are this is the point. Mm-hmm. We're pressing the button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're pressing the button. Right. And it's not like there's just one opportunity to get the button pressed. Right. There's all kinds of different ways you could do it. Um, 
And so we're kind of concentrating all those different opportunities and putting in these weekly calls for people mm -hmm. to press the button quickly. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that when the button gets pressed, it is activating all the other things within your body, all the other information, wisdom within your body. And it's also activating everything that you have stored in your cloud that your body can easily pull upon, drawn upon, but isn't all stored in your physical body. Right. Does that make sense? So your DNA is, it's, you know, it's, it's everywhere. <laughs> Essentially, mm -hmm. that's what you're, it's tapped into everything. <laughs> Well, we're saying it's, you know, maybe it's more of, how can we describe this? More of the, it's RNA. Okay. RNA, right? Like, y what you need are just the instructions. Okay. And so all the instructions, right? If you put, if you put RNA into another cell being, right, it will do its thing and create right. what's needed from that. Right. So all you really need is RNA. If right. you have the RNA, you've got the rest of it, even if the rest of it isn't in the physical yet. Right, right. So all of the RNA is within you. Right. That's it. Right. Does that that should be an example yeah. you understand? Nope, that that definitely makes. <laughs> That's sense. more of a sciencey one. Christina doesn't mm -hmm. think like that, so we don't usually talk like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you do. Yes. So, um, you know, it's been a while now. Do you have any final questions, or do you feel complete with that? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um. I kind of wanted to ask about mm -hmm. tapping into skills that we have in mm -hmm. alternate realities, mm -hmm. you know, and into kind of our, I guess, our Akashic records, so to speak, mm -hmm. you know, how like people can overnight, you know, they wake up the next day and um, have learned another language like overnight, mm -hmm. you know, or they're a famous mm -hmm. musician in, in an alternate reality and mm -hmm. you know dressed in a in a short time span they can you know wake up the next day and tap into those skills mm -hmm. so i guess my question is you know <laughs> how do you do that <laughs> well there's lots of different ways you can do that uh you know so there will be certain and are certain people like coded you know to to mm -hmm. do that more than others you know or Hmm. Are certain people coded to do that more than others? Like, like as in it's easier for them? Let, let's just, yeah, let's yes. just go back to how do you, okay. Yeah, how how would you go about doing that? Yes, for certain people it, it is. It is because yeah. for other people, you're supposed to use what you're working with here first. Mm-hmm. Right. So okay. for certain, it depends on the soul contracts and kind of what was set out for you. Okay. Because if everybody was coded in for it as easily or on the same, immediately rather, um, then they just would bypass their current life lessons or things that they're here to master or figure out. Mm -hmm. How do you think in those other realities you develop those skills? By like there, there, there had to be some period of development right. to have the skill accessible for you to turn on. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. so you are in your own life in you know in, in the development in your own way mm -hmm. and so if if that was just available immediately um most of you wouldn't spend time developing right you wouldn't be in, and then but your entire soul on all aspects of you want all of these skills right and knowledge and information right so well, like learning a language you know mm -hmm. i mean like mm -hmm. so there's quite a few ways to do this um like 
faster. Why are you always going to ask the big questions at the, at the last second? Uh, <laughs> Maybe we can, we can save this for another here, time. Here, well, let's just get it out because now I'm going to be you know, constipated if I don't get it out. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of ways to do it. Okay. So, you know, the obvious one would be um, a trigger from that lifetime, right? Being in the same environment. So some of you might notice, here's an example. Maybe you're traveling to another country and you go to a, a, a tour of a famous person's home and in there there's painting and, uh, you know, there's a setup of a famous painting they made and there's brushes and things all set up on display. And you walk in and you experience this and you had a lifetime in that other country, in that place where you are a painter. Mm -hmm. And you walked into that room and, and you come home and you have this urge of, wow, that really inspired me. That got me in the mood. Right. And you pull out your, you know, or maybe you buy all of your materials and you start painting. And you're like, holy shit, I'm a really good painter all of a sudden. Right. So you just walked into the environment that triggered it. I see. And it could be very, that's a very specific example. It doesn't right. have to be that specific at all. Right. Um, it could be going to a certain location. Locations hold a lot of these codes. Mm. It can also be interacting with somebody who was in your lifetime from that lifetime mm. right so if you knew each other then and they relate to you very strongly that that way that another aspect of them communicating with them talking to them getting back in that frequency can reactivate your remembrance of when you were in that lifetime mm. and it's turning on all those other skills mm. right um or tapping into that knowledge that's mm -hmm. kind of available um you know so there are the obvious ones right doing the things that you used to do going to the same places, meeting the same people, right. um, in those other realities and mm. can, can activate it. Um, another, you know, another aspect of it is just the more that you are connected with your multidimensionality, the more that will turn on, right? So it can, it can literally be as simple as the more that you're meditating and, and connecting with your full soul self and yourself as source, source mm -hmm. itself, mm -hmm. you are everything. And the more that you are dissolving this illusion of separation, you're realizing I'm everything all at once and I can pick whatever I want to call upon because right. I'm all of it. Right. right. So the more that you're dissolving that, that, uh, yeah, that separation bit, mm -hmm. um, and accessing more of your multidimensionality and right. you know, uh, there, there's so much with that. Right. And, and part of it is the more familiar you are with the other aspects of you. Right. So uh, this could be uh, timeline work. This can be going into different lifetimes. This can be just learning about different cultures that you that you're really drawn to, you know, um, learning about these times and also knowing these different aspects of your soul self. Right. So learning all of your soul, learning all of your soul and realizing this is me. Right. This is me. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, think about it. Let's say that there is a skill, maybe something you're really good at as a kid. They haven't done in a million years. And if someone said, hey, are you good at this? You'd be like, well, yeah, I could do that. Because you remember that when you were a kid, you did it really well. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't think, you know, no, I can't do that. Because you remember you, you did it. Right. And so when you understand, understand fully what people say, understand, 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 know that all of these other aspects of you are all you. It's the same kind of muscle of, oh, yeah, I can do that. Because you know you're doing it over there. Mm -hmm. With the same kind of knowing as, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the same vibrational relationship as, yeah, I'm doing it in this lifetime. It's the same as I did it when I was a kid. Okay. Because all just different aspects of you. Right. And from a certain perspective, from a certain dimension, um, 
the version of you as a child is another lifetime of you. Right. Right. It's not in your now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's living somewhere else. It's going on somewhere else. Right. Your past is also happening right now. Right. Right. So it's actually all the same. Right. Um, so, you know, that's another part of it. Another part of it that Christina is not going to like, uh, is, you know, that movie that she really hates is it, it's everything everywhere. Yes. All don't at say, once. Don't say it. Don't Sorry. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> uh, uh, don't, uh, gosh. Yeah. Don't say it. But, okay. um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, ugh, is like that, but um, has truths in it, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's not that there weren't truths in it. There were some very important truths in it, and there was also other stuff in it. Right. Um, oh, so anyway, just gonna have to clear that one. <laughs> Don't say it again. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, we just gotta clear that energy. Whew. Uh. So, did you watch it? Uh. No, I didn't. So the point is in in that in that movie um how can we describe it? They turn on different abilities from different incarnations of themselves mm-hmm. by, you know, they'll say I need this skill and someone says figures out which timeline it is and mm-hmm. figures out the quickest timeline jump <laughs> essentially. And so it'll be, you know, she's just regular her and she's finding the her that's a black belt in karate or right, something. Right. Right. And they say, okay, the quickest jump is you're going to, uh, you know, and some of them are really gruesome. It's like you're, but we're just going to make something up. Um, there's like these very, sp- a very specific sequence of things they have to do or say to activate it. So they'll say, you know, it could be something like chug an entire bottle of uh, Mountain Dew, like a liter of Mountain Dew immediately mm-hmm. and so they go immediately right because uh, in the movie they're getting attacked so they have to turn on these abilities immediately right. to be able to fight or whatever they need and so they're looking for the fastest way to do it mm-hmm. and so they'll say something like okay like we just the example we just gave uh and so they it's like a ra- it seems like a random thing right and so they go and they do the you know that maybe they'll chug them out and do uh chug 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 someone's, someone's coming out them and yeah. then and then they open their eyes and all of a sudden they're a black belt. Right. So they basically activated it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so the concept of that, of that in the film is correct of there are, there can be very specific, a very specific sequence. Is music playing somewhere? Or are we just hearing that? No, I'm not, I'm not hearing any music. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> A very specific sequence of things you can say or do that will reactivate it. Okay. And so yeah. that is a that is a game you can play with yourself. It's not really a game, you know, but it's you can go go into that timeline, go into your Akashic records, go into the aspect of you and ask for the sequence. Okay. But more often than not, your sequence will not be something like, you know, go eat ten apples. As quickly as you can. Right. Um, not that that might not. It, it For some things, it'll be like that. Right. But for other things, it's going to be <laughs> uh, quit your job and move to another country. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, if you don't necessarily haven't gotten, like, you know, many past life readings or know what skills you have in alternate, 
realities. Well, you uh, know. You do know because you're you're drawn to them. Right. You're drawn to them. You're interested in them. Yeah. Right? Even if it's something you're like, I, I, I never have that. Right. Christina has always had dreams of being a famous singer. And she can't sing at all. <laughs> right? Uh, she could, you know, she could take vocal lessons if she wanted. But, you know, even if she did, she's not going to be a great singer, like, mm-hmm. compared to people who are really here to sing. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's always had those visions and those memories and, and it'll always pop up. And she's a, she loves it. Right? And, and it's a past life thing. Right. To the lifetime. But if she potentially tapped into that, if she was, if she, you know, maybe you have your own purpose mm-hmm. here. So that's beyond. Well, so this is where point, it gets a little more complicated, yeah. right? It gets a little more complicated because um, there's a reason why you're not supposed to have every skill in every lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, right? that, that makes sense. <laughs> like yeah. you're not you're not necessarily supposed to. Right. Um, but the other complicated piece is some of you will pull you are having intuitive pulls toward things that are other lifetime and other lifetime knowing or remembrance that aren't meant for this lifetime. Mm. So imagine How do you if so imagine if Christina followed all that. Yeah. When she was little, she thought for sure she was going to be a famous singer. Like, how do you distinguish what is... Well, let us finish. Oh, sorry. Okay. She thought for sure that because of all the all the things she was getting all the time right, about. Right, right, right. And imagine if she stuck on that track. Mm-hmm. She would have just hit so much resistance because she would have been clinging to that, to that dream, to that drawing, to that... Does that make sense? Um, mm. And for most of you, that's not happening in such a major way, but for a lot of you, it's happening in a subtle way of feeling a certain pull or interest and thinking that that needs to be your career choice as an example. Mm -hmm. Um, And so part of that is noticing resistant, like resistance that you're facing, noticing obstacles that are coming up, noticing when everything in your reality is not other people, not other people putting their projections and their BS on it. We're saying when your higher self and the universe keeps redirecting you out of where you're at, and you're so stuck on, this is where I got to go. Right. Are you sure though? Because then why is your higher self guiding you somewhere else? Right. Why are there so many roadblocks along the way? Right. So, I mean, you know, Christina, Christina has always had an interest in nutrition and health and wellness. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was her career for a good amount of time. Uh, and she, it, she's always been a geek about it, you know, since that opened up for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that didn't that's not didn't go away that transformed she still loves all that stuff obviously you know right yep <laughs> you two are total ner- total nerds about all of it mm-hmm. she still reads all the books she still listens to all the like she right she loves it uh but you know it's it's the realization of i can be obsessed with this and always drawn to it and it doesn't have to be my career yeah right but but reading all of those books is that old information uh, a lot of it yeah so by almost but not you're all at different places in your in, in, in with your frequency right right so that's what you have to realize is uh, yeah it's old information but a lot of people's systems are running from an old frequency right as we as we perceive it old right right but i'm just saying like for maybe somebody like you like mm-hmm. who is channeling new information mm-hmm 
in particular. Yes. It, yeah, it's not going to apply. And that's what we keep telling her, you know, when she's having, when she has a symptom or something come up and she's trying to research about it and she's going to her books, she's going right. to all, and we tell her, none of this is going to work for you. Right. It, it'll work for other people. Yeah. Cause your, your body's like transforming into kind of the new kids. hundred mm-hmm. percent. It is one of the new kids. Right. It is, it's, it is one of the new kids. Right. Um, and it's important that adult bodies that are of the new kids speak. It's important that she shares what her body needs and how it works so that parents of these new kids are given an example from an adult who can articulate and explain mm-hmm. from a different perspective Yeah. and be a living example of, Hey, I got healthier doing these things that you're told are going to make your kid unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Because parents are going to face a lot of very difficult decisions uh, because, you know, there's always already so much pressure on yourself as a parent to make right. the, to make the quote right choices. And mm-hmm. you want to do the best for your child and yeah. support them. Um, and, you know, these parents are, they have that pressure and they have that knowing, they have that love. So they're, tr- they're doing their best and they're, you know, might be reading all the books, and listening to all the podcasts and they're, they're trying to receive all the information to make the best decision. Right. Um, it's like old information, but yeah, what, what happens, right. As you start to realize, you know, my child has different needs, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right. Makes sense. You know? And so, uh, and that can be a very scary position to be in as a parent of, you know, I'm going to fully, fully trust my intuition instead of all of the logic and science things I've learned. Mm Mm-hmm. It's scary enough to decide for yourselves sure. individually and sure. then imagine deciding that for someone else. A newborn clean slate. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so we, we acknowledge that we, we acknowledge that mm-hmm. uh, it's and that is part of the reason why one of many reasons why. But that's, you know, the souls are being very particular about who they come into. <laughs> um, and so they're choosing they're choosing you if they know that you're going to have intuition in alignment with what they need, mm-hmm. that you're going to listen to them, right. right? And it's going to be a co-creative, collaborative experience between, it's, they're choosing you because they trust you. And you need to know that because they trust you. Right. Specifically. Mm-hmm. So we can say a lot more on that. Maybe we should do a, another episode on yeah. the kids. Because there's a lot in there. Uh, and whether or not somebody wants to be a parent or is a parent, um, this is going to help. This is going to be relevant for everyone. Cause this is, this is going to be your world, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So even if you're, if you're Christina's age and you're, you, you're not interested in kids, you don't want to have kids, uh, you know, in 10, 15, 20, 30 years, these are going to be the people making up the you know majority of your population. Right. <laughs> uh, so it's going to directly impact you. Right. Um, and these people you'll be working with, right? right? It'll be, it's, it's, it's relevant to everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they are a reflection of what's, if you're listening to this show, which not everyone's listening to it, right? There's a specific vibration, a specific group of people that are drawn to this. Um, then learning about these new children, again, whether or not you're a parent, whether or not you're interested in being a parent, doesn't matter, is going to activate something within you, abilities within you, knowings within you, understandings about yourself that are really important, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, kids aside, as Christina has channeled uh, the new souls coming in and about about the new souls coming in and the new kids, she has, in that process, recognized so much about herself mm-hmm. and learned so much. That has been really important. Right. So we'll close it up there. 
thank you very much mm-hmm. for your great questions. Thank you. And thanks for your great answers. everyone <laughs> for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you are listening on YouTube, be sure to leave us a comment and let us know what you thought, what resonated the most, or maybe what didn't. Uh, and if you feel like someone in your life would enjoy this, be sure to share it. Send them the link. Share to your stories. Tag Christina. Tag Christina the Channel Podcast. We appreciate all of the shares, um, all of the referrals. We know a lot of you have been referring people to the podcast and to Ascension School recently, and we're very grateful for that, um, for helping us connect with other people that are vibrationally resonant to find this information. So we're excited to go deeper with you in weeks to come. Thank you for being here and we hope you have an amazing rest of your day.